chip on the floor, man. Some neighbors were saying way too loud. Welcome in, everybody, to a brand new episode of the world-famous Loose Lugnuts podcast, the NASCAR podcast for the average fan. I'm Evan Roberts, joined alongside my partner, uh, Thomas Dick, and we had a pretty crazy and wild weekend in Talladega. That We always get the big ones, but then we had a uh, rain-shortened cup race on Monday. Uh, what were your overall thoughts, Tommy? You know, every time we get excited for a weekend, it seems like uh, this year's the year where rain comes in and puts a damper on it. And it wasn't even rain Saturday, just a bad scheduling thingy by by NASCAR. So we even got a we got a, a rain short race on Monday and then we got a, 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 a the sun's the Earth's sun's light uh, shortened race on Saturday. Um, but, uh, the other thing I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, uh, put out the sirens. This is a spoiler alert. Uh Oh, um, we get new winners, all three series. So yeah, that's exciting. I like that, but yeah, they just, there was some suspense taken out of more so the Xfinity race. Cause the cup race, they knew the rain was coming. So they were racing balls out to get to whenever it stops so i'm gonna i'm gonna say i like that but the cup the xfinity race was like yeah (laughs) all right well let's get into a recap of uh the truck race which was sunday or excuse me saturday afternoon the start of the race ben Rhodes uh leads a lap at talladega for the first time in his career uh he and todd gilliland uh, are battling it out for the lead for the first seven laps. Gill wins on the outside, Rhodes on the inside, and then uh, Rhodes in the inside overpowers everybody. Yeah, I mean, first seven laps they were battling before some, someone finally took advantage. And it was weird the whole weekend, it like alternated inside, outside. It's like they put P3SJL compound on different lanes, like during the race, because one would be awesome and then the other. And so that was, that was sort of a, that was interesting to watch. Uh, lap 13, Chandler Smith, he needs a win to get in. He makes a move to the outside lane. And then Cre- uh, Creed and no- uh, Nemechek go up with him. So they get the uh, the uh, outside lane going again. Yeah, they make that outside lane work. Uh, and John Hunter Nemechek racing very recklessly gets lucky he's not wrecked two separate times. Yeah, the one time was with Crafton. Uh, or no, it was with Sodder. It was this time it's with solder late in the race. It's with Crafton. Like he's going into all the Thor sport guys, which led me to believe at some point they were going to wreck him on purpose just to keep him from menacing them. Yeah. And then with uh, three laps left to go in the stage, the uh, outside lane loses some muster. The final lap, the outside lane makes a late charge with Austin Hill out front, but he can't catch Ben Rhodes at the line. So Rhodes wins the stage. Uh, followed by Hill, Crafton, Friesen, and Sauter. Yeah, uh, those uh, three of those five are playoff guys needing points. Uh, so at this point, Rhodes is close to being locked in. You could, and it's funny at the end of the the stage, they were so close, going three wide. You could throw a blanket over the top ten. Yeah. So pretty exciting racing to start out in stage one at the. Uh, stage break mostly two tire or zero tire pits uh gilliland uh had to take some extra time to repair his rear end uh of his truck 
uh, not, a, not as bottom. Uh, so he uh, loses some spots. Yeah. Um, and he had been looking strong early. So that's uh, uh early guy looks like maybe he's knocked out. Maybe he isn't, you know, uh, it's weird. Cause it's all, it's all aerodynamics, but if you're able to hide yourself behind a truck in the draft, you could sort of hide those flaws. So uh, that I believe is what uh, Gillen's going to do uh, in this next stage. Yep. We restart on lap 26. John Hunter Nemechek's uh, on the inside. Matt Crafton is on the outside. And then on lap 29, Brian Dossett, uh brings out the caution. Yeah, a little spinneroo for him. He uh, He's going to get plucked a couple of times this race. Um, we get uh, lap 34 restart. Same two guys up front, Nemechek and Crafton looking uh, pretty strong. And then uh, three laps later on lap 37, Crafton gets bumped by Nemechek and falls out of line. He drops all the way back to 10th. Nemechek not making any friends. Yeah, and they'll, uh, it'll actually earn him after the race. When I was in high school, I don't know why we did this. We would uh, we would be walking down the hallway in, in, in high school, and we had invented this guy, Robert Gaddy. I don't know where his name came from. But we would smack each other on the ass as hard as we could to make it sting and then just scream Robert Gaddy as loud as you could. And it would echo down the hallways after the race. Creed gives Nemechek a Robert Gaddy without yelling it, yeah. which made me proud. I was internally I was yelling at it. <laughs> and uh, yeah. So Sheldon Creed uh, out front for a lap before uh, John Hunter Nemechek pulls the cross crossover. Uh, Nemechek gets the tuck in the middle, drops back, gets tucked in the middle, and drops all the way back to ninth. Yeah, this is the uh, second time we're seeing it. Yeah, a little karma. And anytime at this point you're in the middle lane, middle lane doesn't work. Outside does, inside does, middle does not. Yeah, and then uh, on the final lap, it's Johnny Sauter and Sheldon Creed duking it out on the last lap. Creed comes out and wins the stage push by Sauter. Uh, they are uh, followed by Zane Smith, Matt Crafton, and Austin Hill in the top five. Chandler Smith, Tanner Gray, John Hunter Numichek, Stuart Friesen, and Holmes Brett. round out the tone. Brett Holmes. Brett Holmes. No, not John Holmes. So what yeah, we, <laughs> we got a lot of shifting in the pits uh, during this stage as the tire changes are all over the place. You got people doing zero. Like, hey, our tires are good. People are doing two. Like, hey, half our tires are good. And then four people are like, ah, our tires suck ass. So so we restart at lap 48. Chase Purdy's on the inside. Austin Hill. Alabama buggies. Yeah, I don't know Bama if you know buggies. this in Alabama, they call shopping carts buggies. <laughs> I've heard that once or twice. <laughs> uh, he's on the inside. Austin Hill on the outside leading the pack. Purdy is not able to sustain it. That Bama buggy. Uh, buggy not going too fast he ends up uh, being brett holmes and hill duking it out and by lap 43 it's holmes and zane smith yeah uh, um zane smith stumbles though with 39 to go uh the outside lane is just struggling um and then 30 lap 30 well with 36 to go i we need a, we talked about this like the first or second episode they need to have them both on the thing, the pylon at all times. A, how many laps they're into it? B, how many laps are left? Because both Fox, this was on FS1 and NBC, they like flip flop it, like in the middle of the race. Yeah. They'll flip flop it. Or they'll say, like, hey, there's 10 to go on the stage. It's like, okay, I guess. Yeah. That, yeah. So, anyhow, 36 to go. We get the first big one. Austin Hill had been running strong, looked like he could possibly 
uh, when he gets knocked out of line by this is a, a corning effect of the like nth degree. He gets knocked out of line by Todd Gillen because Chase Birdie uh, Purdy uh, bumped him. But looking at, again, someone else bumped Chase Purdy, they think. And then uh, Hill just thumps Zane Smith and they collect everybody, including Chandler Smith, Tanner Gray, Austin, the, the serial killer, Wayne Self. Uh, Johnny Sauter, Parker Kligerman, and then Drew Dahl. <laughs> and then that's where we get the our favorite part of this race. Yeah, that's where uh, Kurt Busch just goes, Jennifer Joe Cobb coming in there hot uh, because she just slammed right into Parker Klingerman. Full speed and then Parker after the race, which is weird because he's an NBC guy. So you would think, you know, he would uh, not be putting anything out there about other drivers, but he just, he put out a thing like, what are some things you can do in 18 seconds? And he named all these things. Yep. And he's like, possibly step on the brakes. <laughs> <laughs> he gets hit by Jennifer Joe Cobb about 18 seconds after the initial like incident started. And she was coming in hot. Yeah. I don't know, the trucks get up to, what do they get up to? About 180? Yeah. And yeah, she was going about 179. <laughs> so she slowed down a little bit. <laughs> But she just was slammed right into him. He was so we get the red flag. Everybody's parked on the track. We restart with 31 to go. Todd Gellin pushed by Grant Enfinger. They end up single file. And with 28 to go, Thor Sports sitting pretty at uh second, third, and fourth place. Yeah, they're uh they're they're behind Todd Gill uh, Todd Gillen. So apparently that uh, rear end stuff, you know, he's holding up there. So he did a pretty good repair back then. 23 to go you get uh, sheldon creed and Stuart friesen trying to make the outside lane work it's hard to get people up there and then with uh 19 to go we get the second big one non-playoff driver grant infinger takes out two more playoff guys trying to do a late block on creed going to the outside lane and it swallows up Stuart friesen and carson hosevar along with Haley deegan yeah it was hard trying to figure out what Enfinger's doing there like Creed had the momentum and I know you want to block him, but if he's coming too hard, you know, you just got to give it up at that point. He didn't give it up. And it's sad to see both Friesen and a host of our working hard and they're the guys that are consistent and that's why they're in the place they're at. Well, you can't be consistent at Talladega. You just get knocked out, you know? Yeah. So then we restart with 12 to go. Todd Gillen's on the inside, Matt Crafton on the outside. The outside line has no uh, mojo, and it's a rare sight at Talladega. Uh, a group of five break away with nine to go. That's Gillen, Rhodes, Purdy, Holmes, and Creed. Yeah, and it looks like they're going to run away with it. But then uh, with six to go, the rest of the lead lap uh, actually gets up there, and they reconnect with the pack. And two to go, you got uh, – Chase Purdy and uh, Brett Holmes start a, a high line with Purdy out front, and he's coming. And then we see uh, John Hunter Nemechek and uh, Matt Crafton start a third lane, and Purdy doesn't keep the lower lane closed on the yellow line, and Gillen gets his nose in there, wrecking Purdy, and we get free racing. Yeah, it was so weird. Like, Purdy, if he stays on that low line, he might not win the race, but he's going to get probably his best career finish, second or third. But he, he started drifting up for some reason. I don't know. Uh, keep your hands at 10 and 2 and try to keep it on that yellow line. He doesn't. Gillen goes for it, and it doesn't work out. It sets up for an overtime. 
this is the first time I noticed it. I should have noticed it early. Sort of sucks. There's no choose rule. Yeah. Um, and Gilliland, um, he picks the inside, and not only his rear end was injured before. Now he has a big hole. I put hole wrong spelling with a W. You know where the fake headlight is on the right side. He's got a huge hole, which that's just going to take all the aerodynamics out. So with him in the front, if you're the choose rule, you don't want to be behind that guy. Yeah. But no one gets a choice here. You are where you are. And then road starts on the outside. Yep. And then they, we get some back and forth racing. And then right when we come to the finish line, it is Tate Fogelman. He wrecks John Hunter Nemechek right before the line and ends up getting his first career win. And he just edges out Tyler Hill. Yeah. I mean, Nemechek, he got in the right lane and he got past Gillen, who he said was slowed up. Um, he was lucky to be in a different lane. And I said I would feel bad for Nemechek about losing it right at the edge or the end of the race, but he was doing so many just, just real cretin moves earlier in the race. Like he's doing it like first stage, like, like, what are you doing? Like bumping into guys. So I don't feel as bad. And actually he must've realized he was driving like an ass because post-game race, he did not seem upset. I don't know if you saw the post-race interview. Mm -hmm. Like, he didn't say anything about Fogelman wrecking him. He was yeah. just like, man, you know, would have been nice to win. Yeah. But I think he understood the situation. Uh, good for Tate Fogelman, though. Yeah. It's the fourth straight year. Uh, we've had a first-time truck winner uh, at Talladega. Matt Kraft and John Hunter Nemechek and Sheldon Creed all wrecked on the last lap, and only one playoff guy finished in the top ten. Yeah, that would be Nemechek in fourth. Well, we have, uh, as we said, Fogelman won. Tyler Hill, brother Timmy. Uh, finished second. Uh, Gilliland, you know, bad rear end, the whole front end. He finishes third, uh, basically because he passed some wreck guys. Nemechek finishes fourth. Ryan Truex, top five. Haven't seen him up there in a while. Uh, six, Corey Roper, Spencer Boyd, Danny Bone, Chase Purdy, who came so close to winning. Just keep your nose down on the yellow line, and then Keith McGee in 10th. So the playoff driver, Sheldon Creed, finished 12th. He got 38 points. Ben Rhodes finished 13th with 34 points. Crafton finished 14th. Chandler Smith, 19th. Stuart Friesen, 22nd. Carson Hosevar, 25th. Zane Smith, 33rd. Still, uh, none of them have locked themselves into um, the next round. Yeah, and they are, are they at? Uh, they have they, three weeks off now. Three weeks they, off. And really? they uh, wrap up with Martinsville at the end of the month. Oh, I think they, they go from eight to four, and then there's only one. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They go eight to, eight to four. So sad. So um, on the good side, we have John Hunter Nemechek. He's plus 36. Ben Rhodes, plus 35. Uh, so they're fairly safe into the next round. Uh, Matt Crafton, Sheldon Creed right on the line at plus 10 and plus five on the bad side. We have Stuart Friesen minus five and then Chandler Smith, 34 points out. Host of our 37 points out Zane Smith, 40 points out. Uh, if they want to be in, they basically have to win. Yeah. Um, you know, I want to say, Oh my God, there's some good guys. that aren't going to get into the final four, but it's only four. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so someone's going to get left out. Um, but Yeah. Two of the favorites, uh, well, one of the favorites, Creed, was one of the favorites. He's only five over, so he's going to have a 
a precarious race at the uh, the paperclip. Yep. So we will be back for trucks in three weeks um, for Martinsville Xfinity race. This was a little bit uh, right after the truck race. Uh, Justin Haley was penalized uh, for inspection. He had to serve a pass through. Uh, penalty before the race and so we have Austin Sindrick, AJ Allmendinger, uh, Brandon Berry, Brandon Jones, Harrison Burton and Justin Allgaier flip-flopping the lead and a pack of 18 cars breaks away after 10 laps. Yeah it, it was hard to tell if that that pack broke away because they were faster or if the other <laughs> 19 and back just didn't want to be in the uh, the muck. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, Haley ends up getting lapped on uh, lap 18. He has no one to draft with after serving the pass through penalty. So the one of the best uh, super speedway racers in a little bit of trouble. Um, Nemechek takes the lead on lap 20 and then uh, lap 25. This is, <laughs> you know, yeah, you race all, all year uh, to get these points. And luckily, Almondinger collected some points because he's only going to get one point from this race. Moffitt gets into Sam Mayer, and Mayer gets into Almondinger. Almondinger out for the race. Yep. And uh, Nemechek ends up winning the stage. He's followed by Jeb Burton, Riley Herbst, Austin Sindrick, Harrison Burton. And then Myatt Snyder, Justin Allgaier, uh, Brandon Jones, Blaine Perkins, and Daniel Hemrick round out the top 10 uh, during the stage break, Justin Haley gets the lucky dog. He's back uh, on the lead lap. And then we see Riley Herbst controlling the stage early on uh, as they are single file in the top lane. Yeah. He's pretty dominant th this entire stage. Um, I don't know. Once again, people are, I think they might've saw that big one. They took Almondinger out and they're like, Whoa, let's at yeah. least get the stage two and get some uh, stage points. Um uh, bottom starts to form because Herbst is up top leading and then the bottom starts to form with seven laps to go uh, led by Blaine Perkins. Herbst drops down to the bottom and they start going three wide with three to go and that's when you know it's going to be a uh, just a debacle you would think. <laughs> uh, we got Herbst leading the outside, Moffitt leading the middle, Perkins leading the bottom. And then with uh, one lap to go, we go back to two wide with Herps on the outside, Perkins on the inside, the inside much more organized. And Brett Moffitt gives uh, Blaine Perkins a huge push to give Perkins his first stage win of his career, I believe, followed yeah, by Brett yeah. Moffitt, John Hunter Nemechek, Riley Herps, and then Justin Allgaier. Yeah, then you got Jeb Burton in sixth, Harrison Burton in seventh, Justin Haley eighth, Austin Sidrick ninth, and Noah Gregson in tenth. So, and then during the uh, pit stops in between those stages, Brandon Jones ran over some pit equipment. He has to go back. Um, and then we see Justin Allgaier, Austin Sendrick, and Riley Herbst jostling for the lead. Yeah, uh, Junior Motorsports ends up getting the inside lane, rolling Allgaier's out front. He leads for quite a bit. And then with uh, 50 to go, Moffitt tries to get the outside lane going again. Um, and then Sindrick uh, reports he's running hot. He's back in eighth. That's one of your uh, playoff favorites, uh, looking like he might have an issue. Um, and then we uh, we get some weird pitting stuff. A uh, 46 to go, Junior Motorsports and Moffitt, they pit as a group. That puts Jeb Burton out front. But then he's in the second group that pits with 44 to go. And then a third group pits with 43 to go. The third group of cars is not as organized as the first two that pit. 
So they're like more than a quarter lap back. If this goes green, they're in a bit of trouble. And that leaves Alex LeBay and Bailey Curry leading the strays who haven't pitted at all. They're like, hey, we can make it on yeah. 3,000 miles without pitting maybe. Bailey Curry, friend of the program, he with 39 to go, he stalls out on pit road, um, which brings out the yellow flag. And then with 35 to go, Jeremy Clements, it's down a cylinder. Which yeah, seems that's, problematic at a super speedway. Yeah, well, it's weird because they talk about how problematic it is, but then Jeb Burton tries to make it sound like it's not problematic. It's like, what are you talking about? He's like, well, I do these races. You've seen cars pretty wrecked. Well, that's not wrecked. That's a cylinder. Out. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're not missing like your, your uh, like a quarter panel. You're missing your cylinder. So we restart with 34 to go. Riley Herbs out in front of Cendric again, the two Fords leading the way. And then we see Noah Gregson enter the picture as a leader for the first time. Yeah, and uh, I said if you were a moron, he would be your pick, I yeah. think. And it looked like, you know, the morons might prevail because he's looking pretty strong at this point. And then uh, with 32 to go, we're three wide uh, starting to form. And you can just feel that there's going to be a big one soon. With 31 to go, five cars starting to break away while it's three wide. That's Noah Gregson, um, Josh Berry. I said Brandon Berry earlier. That's not right. Uh, Brett Moffitt, Jeb Burton, and Myatt Snyder. Yeah, and then that thing, uh, incident we were looking for happens. 25 to go. Jeb Burton, he packs some air on the back of Moffitt, and uh, Moffitt slams into Gregson, and Gregson uh goes down on the track and Mike Snyder has nowhere to go except for straight into Gregson. Gregson also gets hit by who hit him? Alpha Prime. <laughs> Alpha Prime. Cesar Baccarelli, CJ McLaughlin, Santino Ferrucci. Um so much carnage. They get the second uh red flag of the day. And you know, NASCAR and NBC didn't leave much buffer two apparently there's enough room for one red flag not two because we're going to start running some issues here as the earth's sun is starting to go down yeah so we the red flag uh came out with 24 laps to go we restart with 20 to go brandon jones is pushed by justin allgar uh, uh leads as it's mainly a single file and then uh jeffrey earnhardt goes into the wall hard but goes straight to the pit so no uh yellow flag and then with 15 to go there's a second line starting to form with Brandon Jones leading up top and Brandon Brown leading the bottom line. Yeah, 13 to go. They decide to go three wide. And anytime you go three wide, it's like, what? Like, have you guys not watched the rest of the race? <laughs> three wide never works out. Uh, 12 to go. Moffitt gets a bad push from Harrison Burton. He collects Jeb Burton, John Hunter Nemechek, Alex LeBay, Josh Williams, and poor Riley Herbst, who'd been running out front all day, and he was looking like he could have a, a good finish and possibly get that win he really needed. Yeah, And this is where we get some controversy because there's two separate ways they do scoring. Um, I forgot. They've explained it so many times. One way is to the next. If you're going to the see who's going to lead on a yellow, it goes to the next timing loop. So yeah. – Brandon Brown beats, beats Brandon Jones to the timing loop. Had they known at that point they were going to call the race, it's photos from when the yellow actually drops. Well, when the yellow actually dropped, Brandon Jones was in front. But the next timing loop, Brandon Brown was in front. 
Well, they say, hey, we could still race even though you can't see outside so good because the Earth's sun's going down because NASCAR didn't know it's uh, starting a race in October. You should start it a little earlier because the sun goes down earlier in October than it does in August or even September or in June and July. Anyhow, so they're like, hey, we're going back to racing, so we're going to do it from the timing loops. Well, they piddle around, they piddle around, they're just going, they're tooling around under yellow. And they're like, holy shit, did you guys realize it's dark outside? And they call the race. Yeah, so they actually called it during a Riley Herbst interview with seven to go. Yeah, so that's, you know, that's, I know they've done it multiple times, but two times they've tried to have two races on the same day. The first time was New Hampshire and they couldn't get one in. Like they cut it short because of darkness or whatever. And then they cut the, it's like, maybe if there's no lights, you shouldn't have two races on a day. Yeah. I'm thinking. What do we Because I mean, this, this to me, this one, there was no suspense at the end. I mean, yeah. I guess there was, had I known I was watching suspense, but I didn't know I was watching suspense because the camera people do a trick to make it look like it's light outside. <laughs> and then after they tell you, hey, we're going to call the race, they say, well, look, it's really dark. And they take off whatever filter it is. And you look and you're like, holy shit, it's pitch dark outside. Yeah. Why the hell were they racing? But the good news is we got some great walkie walkie-talkie, uh, ta- talkie content from Brandon Brown, who did end up winning his first career race. He was very emotional. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I'm not upset Brandon Brown won. We all love Brandon Brown, especially after that little salesman thing he did. And, you know, his sponsors, a hard lemonade. Who doesn't like a hard lemonade? Yeah. The only thing better than a soft lemonade is a hard lemonade. So, yeah, everyone loves Brandon Brown. Happy one. Just wish we would have had more excitement at the end. And for something this important, like this is a playoff race where people's livelihoods yeah. Not to quote Augie Garrido, but this is our lives, <laughs> you know, and to have an end with just, man, we started to race too late and you can't have red flags. Yeah. Just seems a bad way to end it, but so good Brandon, on Brandon Brown. I don't want to like in his post-race interview, the crowd was chanting something, but I'm not going to mention it. Cause I mean, it'll be like, we don't want to get all political <laughs> on this podcast. Yeah. So I'm not going to mention what they were saying. I think it was go Brandon. Yeah. Let's go Brandon. Let's go Brandon. So the um, final race uh, results with the next timing loop, Brandon Brown, Brandon Jones, Justin Allgaier, Daniel Hemrick, Jordan Anderson, uh, top five, followed by Justin Haley. God, I didn't put which Burton, uh, yeah. Jeb Burton, Jeb Burton's uh, Austin Sindrick, Josh Berry, not Brandon Berry. Having three Brandons in the top 10 would have been awesome. And then Joe Graff Jr. Yep. So six playoff guys finish uh, in the top 10. Uh, playoff guys not in the top 10 was Jeremy Clements. He finished 24th, Harrison Burton 25th, Riley Herbst 27th, Noah Gregson 30th, Myatt Snyder 31st, Almendinger 39th. And as you mentioned earlier, Almendinger only got one point. So as we head to uh, the Roval, the Roval, yeah, not yeah. the paperclip. I wrote the paperclip. I uh, Austin Sendrick advanced on points, fairly safe on points. Justin Allgaier's 55 points clear, Hemrick plus 41, and Almendinger. Uh, plus 33 some guys had have some cushion uh justin haley's plus 24 brandon jones plus 21 noah gregson plus 18 yeah and it's pretty uh, you know end of the regular season we had the uh, richard childress racing drama you know tyler uh reddick and 
and Austin Dillon trying to get in. Well, to get into the final eight, we got some Burton on Burton cousin action. Yeah. Uh, Harrison Burton is eight clear over Jeb Burton. So uh, we'll see who gets more help, uh, Harrison from his JGR team or Jeb from colleague. Yeah. And then uh, in trouble and probably need a win at Roval might Snyder's minus 24, Riley Herbs minus 32, Jeremy Clements uh, minus 48. So they will be back next week for the Charlotte Roval. And then uh, yesterday, uh, you know, the, the race got delayed on Sunday. So we began uh, around noon on Monday for the cup race. They went three wide early Kyle Bush and Logano leading the two main lines, three lines keep forming, which keeps Kyle uh, out front on the inside lane. Yeah. It laps seven and finally settles down to two lanes. I'm surprised we didn't get the big one early as much as they were jostling. Um, Lap 13, Matty D's out front. And this leads us to believe a friend of the program, Luke Hillen, might have some insider info. He had called the day before and told us Wood Brothers would get their 100th win. Yeah. And so I got a non-refundable ice cream cake. And uh, now I'm stuck with an ice cream cake. And uh, Spoiler alert, Matty D does not win. Oh. I ruined it, but with that little shtick. Uh, lap 15, we get three lines to go. And it's like, you guys are just asking to wreck, but they don't because yep. they're the best drivers uh, <laughs> below Formula One in the world. They're the best drivers. I didn't say that. Kenny Wallace did. Yep. Um, lap 22, Cole Custer, he's leading an inside charge. Uh, and he has the lead as they come to the competition caution. Yeah. And then uh, Martin Truex Jr. gets a big gain in the pits. He goes with a zero tire uh, pit stop to pick up. Uh, eight spots and then we see chase elliott almost get hit by ugh, cody Ware. uh and it would have been awesome to hear mike joy call that if they would have hit uh, <laughs> each other so then um, uh no one's really running the top line consistently when we restart keep breaking up with two and three lines in uh, harvick leading the way on the bottom yeah and then they go to uh hey we're gonna run a commercial and then come back and someone totally different's out front we don't tell you how uh <laughs> they come back from commercial kislowski is running out front for a while until uh, uh seven to go kislowski tries to block the top lane and it allows a uh, busher out front on the inside lane kislowski sort of picked wrong yeah and then with five to go we get our first big one as william byron pushes justin allgaier into kyle larson uh, Martin Truex and Quinn Half just miss uh, bludgeoning Larson, but Larson has serious front end damage and also uh, Chase Briscoe gets some damage. Yeah, and I started to type, I typed the first big one because it looked like a lot of cars were going to be involved. And then uh, like Truex really didn't get much damage and Quinn Half missed him. So it wasn't really a big one. I mislabeled that one. I feel bad. That was a, a medium, maybe a little one. So uh, the stage ends under yellow where Chris Buescher won the stage, followed by Joey Logano, Brad Keselowski, Kevin Harvick, and Tyler Reddick in the top five. Brian Blaney, Chase Elliott, uh, Ross Chastain, Kurt Busch, and Alex Bowman uh, in the top ten. Yeah, and then uh, this stage two, just such a uh, – man. Anyhow, <laughs> it's a choppy stage. Let's put it at that. Uh, Harvick gains uh, three spots during the pits to take the lead. Hamlin goes with a two-tire pit. He picks up 19 spots. He's in third. But guess what? Harvick had to repit. He ended up getting a flat tire on one of the uh, tires he put in. On so he goes to the back. Yeah, and then on lap 65, it's the Penske boys 
leading the inside lane with Joey Logano, Keselowski, and Ryan Blaney. Uh, six, the lap 67, Kyle Larson's uh, bad day gets worse. He goes into the wall, blows a tire, and that brings out a yellow. The entire field uh, pits with one lap to go, and there's chaos. Yeah, well, on that Larson one, he's trying to get – because the clock was running on him. He was in an incident. So they hurried up and got him out, and they showed his car. And the one front wheel is straight, and the other front wheel – is like at a, a 15 degree uh, angle off of straight. And they're like, he's going to blow a tire. There's no way he can race like that. He gets up to pit road speed. So the clock stops and that's when the tire blows and he runs on the wall. So then he gets a whole new clock. Yeah. So he's, he got lucky. He gets two clocks, you know, most of us only get one. When we say one lap to go, that means one lap to go until they're racing green again, because seven cars pit again on the next one lap to go on lap 72 and then Corey LaJoy pits on lap 74 uh, to top everything off. And they are still saying there's like one lap to go. Yeah. And that's because they're all trying because at 71, they thought if they topped off there, they can make it to the end of the stage. Well, then they're like everyone pitted. So it can't be one lap to go. <laughs> so they tacked on more laps and then seven cars was fuck it if they're gonna give us more laps we'll go get some more gas just to be extra safe and then Corey lajoy is like i'm gonna outdo all of you and so he was the last one to get gas so he can yeah. go forever but then the rain starts falling we get a red flag we're not to the halfway point yet so god are we gonna have to race on tuesday yeah well luckily they re or they started uh firing back up Lap 76, there's more pits, just a lot of topping off with gas. We finally For the restart. people that didn't top it off the last four yeah. last laps. Yeah, so we restart on lap 78. Uh, Justin Haley is out front, and on lap 80, Chris Buescher gets a great push on the outside to take the lead, and then the next lap, Bell's leading a single-file train on the outside. Yeah, and uh, this is where it's – Hamlin and said before the race to Bell, he would help him out any way he could. This was an example where he tried to help Bell out, but word didn't get to Bell in time. Like Bell is leading this the outside lane, and then the inside lane gets going. And Hamlin calls to a spotter and says, Tell uh, Christopher to get down. And Christopher didn't get down in time. And Hamlin on the inside just blows by. Um, it was pretty good, pretty neat interaction you got to hear. Uh, then you get, uh, for a while, you get Bell, Harvick, Bowman all swapping the lead. Uh, lap 98, this is where uh, the chicanery comes to a head. Elliott uh, gets into Stenhouse, who gets into Bowman. Bowman into the wall. He collects Kyle Busch. He sort of collects Truex. He collects BJ McLeod, Tyler Reddick, Chastain. Ends up being no major contact for Truex. Second time he avoids major true uh, damage, but it's a bad day for Hendrick. Yeah, they got they got uh, what's his nuts is out. Larson, uh, Bowman. Larson, yeah. So that's two of their four. And then on lap one hundred four, well, then Elliot got into a little bit of damage, but he was all right. Lap one hundred four restart. Ricky Stenhouse and Christopher Bell are swapping the lead, and then we start to see that the rain is coming. The rain is coming, and this is when they're like, we're going balls out. Uh, someone is going to win a rain-shortened race. It's just a matter of who. Lap 108, three wide, and you got a feeling every time they go three wide, they're going to wreck soon. At this time, it's just all these different lanes. Kurt Busch leaned for a while. Christopher Bell leaned for a while. 
Bubba Wallace lean for a while. We got five to go. Ryan Priest is around on a push from Busher. Uh, it turns around onto a push from Busher. He collects William Byron and Matty D, which brings out the yellow. Horrible day uh, for Hendrick. And then with the rain falling, it's Bubba Wallace, Brad Kislowski, Joey Logano, Kurt Busch, Christopher Bell, followed by Chris Busher, Denny Hamlin, Kevin Harvick, uh, uh, Austin Dillon, uh, and Anthony Alfredo in the top 10 as the red flag comes out. Yeah, and the red flag's out for a while. And this is where NBC, they're just, they're going over the top. <laughs> like, they're almost apologizing for Bubba Wallace uh, is going to win a range short race. They're like, oh, you know, it's still counts. He raced really hard. It's like, we know. Yeah. Like, I, you're talking to someone who, my favorite racer at one point is David Rudiman. The only race he ever won was range short. And yeah. They count. <laughs> I think I used to like Michael Waltrip. He won a range short in Daytona 500. I, they counts. We know it. You don't have to spend 40 minutes telling us it counts. Um, uh, and guess what? It, uh, it ends up uh, red flag uh, races over. Bubba Oops. Wallace wins really good story. NBC gets a little fluffy with the details on some stuff though. Yeah. They're like, Oh, remember last year when all the racers came back because of uh, the racial slur incident. And then he had to come back five minutes later and go, oh, no, it wasn't a racial slur. It was the pull down looked like a <laughs> it's like, yeah. come on, NBC, what are you doing? Yeah, so Bubba Wallace wins his first career race. And the thing that uh, kind of sucks for some of these guys is Kozlowski, Logano, Bell, Hamlin, and Harvick lose points because they don't get second stage points. So Kozlowski loses nine, Logano loses eight, um, Bell, Hamlin, and Harvick lose six, four, and three. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times in the past, like if it's raining but not raining hard and the truck, I mean, if the drying trucks can't be out there, they'll run yellows to get to the stage. And for some reason, they chose not to. So Kozlowski, instead of being 29 points up above the cutoff, he's only going to be, I think, 20. Yeah. Um, and Logano, similar situation. He'd be 29 instead of 21. Um, and it was like, this was the one where I knew like the next yellow it was the race was going to be over because i can see a radar i know how to read you know if you see a billiard table coming at you on the radar uh they're not going to be able to finish the race so it was an exciting finish and good on bubba wallace getting that first career win um and i know it counts i mean you're yeah. talking to a guy i'll count anything i used to be a cleveland indians fan and i used to count the title they won in the movie major league <laughs> <laughs> you know the 1994 yeah. title was the, the Cleveland Indians. Yeah. I mean, so Willie Mays Hayes. So looking at the uh, standings, Denny Hamlin is secure in the round of eight with his win at Vegas. Kyle Larson's in second at uh, plus 22. Logano third at plus 21. Keselowski and Truex tied at plus 20. Ryan Blaney plus 15. And then Chase Elliott and Kyle Busch uh, tied for that final spot at plus nine. The outside looking in, Kevin Harvick's nine points out. And then... Uh, Christopher Bell, William Byron, and Alex Bowman basically need to win next week. They are 28 points out, 44 points out, and 52 points out. Yeah, and I would say the one guy hurt most by the race um, being shortened, like Christopher Bell looked really strong that the last stage, well, I guess it was a second stage. They yeah. had a whole 78 laps to go, but he had Denny Hamlin helping him, and if those two could have connected, I think he could have got the automatic spot, but if and buts were candy and nuts, every day would be candy and nut day. That's right. 
So we'll be back uh, on Friday to preview the Charlotte Roval. It'll just be Xfinity and Cup. A lot of uh, stuff to talk about. We'll recap all the news around that, get you ready uh, for the weekend. We appreciate you guys for listening. Please follow us on Twitter and Instagram. If Instagram and Facebook are ever start working again, at Loose Lug Nuts Pod and Loose Lug Nuts Podcast. Make sure to subscribe on Apple and Spotify. We appreciate you guys for listening. We will see. Yeah. And hey, congratulations to the winners team, Brandon Brown, Tate Fogelman, and uh, Bubba Wallace. Like they can never take that from you. Oh, yeah. Winners for life. All right. We'll see ya. I grew up in Texas where football was my game. Until that racing fever started burning in my brain. I started running many stops when I was 13 and won a short track championship. When I was just 16, I met a man named Harry Hyde, and he built a car for me. Sponsored by Granddaddy Hillens Drilling Company. We ran in five Grand Nationals when I was 17. My Talladega finish was the start of my big dream. Thank you for the ride. given me the brakes I must admit she smiled a bit but it's me that runs the race now you can't be a champion due to luck or circumstance I'll do the best I can for those who've given